Welcome to the Every Believer Witness Podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you will be blessed as Dennis shares. Is it better to study before or after a test? Dennis shares the importance of morning Bible reading. Hello, and welcome again to the Every Believer Witness Podcast focused on how to actually enjoy being a Christian. For the last three podcasts, we've been talking about why it's so important to study and obey your Bible daily. For me to study and obey my Bible daily, we talked about the fact that it provides spiritual nourishment. It transforms our thinking. It equips us to serve God. It prepares us for the storms of life. And in reality, it's essential for our salvation because Jesus said you can't live on bread alone, but by every word. You got to have a word from the word for the moment. Having looked at why, I want to talk to you today about how to study your Bible. It's just some basic principles. I mean, guys smarter than me, women, people smarter than me, more knowledgeable, more godly than me, have written books in their series about uh, Bible study. Uh, and so I would be don't want to be arrogant and like compare myself to that, but I do want to give some basics. Many of you are having a really good time of, of daily Bible study. And so for this, this will be old hat for you. Maybe you're thinking, I really don't need it. But for many, you either never done it or you've gotten away from it. You used to do it. And I just want to give you some basic tips. Now, I just don't want to exhort you why you need to do it. I want to talk to you about how to study and obey your Bible. Here's the very first principle. Schedule a set time every day. Uh, It's amazing when I don't have something in my schedule how I just never get to it. You know, honestly, there could be some things in my schedule I don't get to anyway. That's why I encourage you to set a time each day, but not only each day, but each morning. Uh, Most of us, mornings are rushed, mornings are sleepy, it's hard. Um, But I like what Ann Graham Lott said. Someone was uh, talking with her, and, and Ann Graham was talking about reading the Bible, and they said, uh, uh, Ms. Lotz, uh, should I read my Bible in the morning or at night? And Ann said, well, let me ask you this. Should you prepare for a test before you take it or after you take it? In other words, we're going to have challenges during the day. Do I want to get prepared for these challenges ahead of time or after the challenge is over? And obviously, we want to do it ahead of time. So I encourage you, have a set time, uh, 6 o'clock, 5.30, 7 o'clock, whatever it is, but have a set time every day so it's a habit in your life. Number two, select a spot or a place. Have the same place that you're going to go to. Over the years, I've had many. Uh, there was a period of time I would go into my office and do it the first at first when I got there. Then there was a long period of time where we lived in a house that I had a walk-in closet. My wife had the big walk-in closet, but I did have a little walk-in closet and it had a light switch in there and it was big enough for me to sit down in the floor and get out my Bible and my prayer list and I wouldn't have to wake my wife up because I could turn the light on and be in there and she could still sleep. Um, and that's why I was trying to do it very early in the morning. Um, 
you may do it in your living room. There was a time I sat in an easy chair in my living room and did it. You may do it at the kitchen table, an office desk. For many years, my youngest daughter used to sit in her car in the parking lot, get to work a little early, and sit in her car in the parking lot and have her daily time of Bible reading there. But wherever it is, have a set, have a set time and select a place or spot so it becomes routine. And then, number three, use an easy-to-read translation. Now, I have friends. I have dear, dear friends that I love, and we're as close as you can be. One of my very best friends in the world uses the King James. Now, I have other friends, and most of them aren't that close, but, I mean, I would be close with them. They're, they're King James only. In other words, this is the only scripture that we use and, and I'm not uh, of that venue. I'm not of that mindset, that thinking. Um, whenever I go preach at a church, I always ask the pastor, what translation do you use? And that's what I use. Uh, but I memorized most of my verses in the King James 45 years ago when I began to memorize the Word of God. And so I've got a lot of those in there. You may hear them come out. But uh, over the years, I wanted people to read the Bible, and I begin to use more modern translations. The first basic most modern is the New King James which just gets rid of the these and the thous with the you and the yours. Uh, there are a lot of other translations. You can see behind me just some of the Bibles that I have, but uh, there's the Christian Standard Bible, the New American Standard, which incidentally is what my pastor uses and what I'm using now. Uh, I like it. It's not the absolute easiest to read, but it's the most accurate with a combination of easy to read. Um, I like it. If I would have known this, by the way, when I was first saved, I think I would have used the New American Standard from the beginning because it's the only translation that capitalizes the pronouns for God. He, you, whatever it's referring to God, it capitalizes the pronoun. I've always done that in my writing and my preaching, and so I love that. Um, but for pure ease of reading, the, the New International Version is much uh, much easier to read. It's more of a thought for thought than a word for word. Um, so it wouldn't be quite as accurate in the translation, but it's certainly easy to read. And for years, when I pastored the church, I wanted people to read the Bible. And so I preached from the, the NIV or the New International Version. And then several years ago, I, I go through different Bible translations in my Bible reading in the mornings. So I'd use the King James and the New King James. I'd use the NIV. And I decided to use the New Living Translation, the NLT. And it was such a blessing to me. I really saw things in the Bible that I've not seen before. Um, there, You can use the ESV, the English Standard Version. And I have friends and good people who love Jesus believe in this translation is the one that I like the best or even it may be the most accurate. But the most crucial thing is it's got to be something you can take in. And I will say this, no offense to anyone. We don't speak like King James anymore. Do you realize when the King James was translated in the 1600s that it was a modern translation? It's like, uh, well, I really don't like the King James modern stuff. I, I think we should be in the Greek and the Latin, uh, you know, or the Hebrew. Um, and so it was a new translation, and I like using new translations, um, but it's got to be something. Don't make any what it is if, you, if it's not something that you can assimilate. Um, so we don't speak down the street saying, 
From whence comest thou, brother? You know, we don't say that. Uh, Whither go thou? Uh, we don't talk that way. So I like it. But there again, I have friends, men I love and admire, who have all different views of which is the best. But I encourage you to get one that is easy to read. However, you really want to move eventually from an easy-to-read translation to a study Bible. For example, right now, I'm using the MacArthur Study Bible, the New American Standard, and there are many others. I've got an ESV Study Bible. I remember years past, I used the Life Application Bible. So I'm not endorsing one study Bible over another particularly, but I really like the, uh, the New American Standard, the most accurate of all, um, and when you get a study Bible, you'll have many pages that you will have as many notes on the bottom as you do verses at the top. Uh, so I encourage you, start out, be sure you just read through the Bible. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but move from that, from just reading it, to actually studying the Bible. And then here's the fourth thing I want to encourage you, read systematically. You may have heard the story about the man who used to just arbitrarily pick a place to read his Bible. So one day he opened his Bible and he put his finger here and he read the verse and it said, Judas went out and hung himself. The next day he went to read the Bible. He opened it up, he put his finger and he read it and it said, go thou and do likewise. Well, that kind of misapplication, misunderstanding comes when we don't read systematically. And so one option, and I'm going to give you several options. One option is to read uh, uh, one chapter a day. St I suggest you can start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I like to start in Luke personally. Uh, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Start in Luke and just read a chapter a day and a chapter in Proverbs. So you could do that, chapter a day and a chapter in Proverbs. And if you do that, it's going to take you about three and a half years to read through the Bible. Uh, there have been years that I read through the Bible every year. Uh, and if you read three chapters a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and five on Sunday, you'll read through the whole Bible in a year. And I have friends that read through it more times than that. Uh, but I, I've never done it more than once a year. And now I don't really do it once a year. But it normally takes me a couple years or more. Um, right now, I read one chapter in the New Testament, one chapter in the Old Testament, and that's going to take you about a year and eight or nine months to read through. But have a plan. Read systematically. In other words, if you read in Luke through chapter one today and you pick up in chapter two, you begin to get much better understanding of it. So whatever the plan is that you go with, if you've not been doing it, why don't you try the one chapter in Luke and the proverb of the day for the next time until we talk. In fact, maybe you just start that for the first time to read through the Bible. Can you read more chapters each day? Absolutely. But I don't want to, if you've not been doing it, I don't want to just load you down. Will you make a commitment today to read a chapter starting in Luke or one of the Gospels, and just read systematically through the New Testament, read a proverb a day, and then later on, we can talk about the Old Testament. Uh, thank you 
I hope you're sharing these podcasts. I hope they're a blessing to you. And I hope you're sharing them with others. We're seeing our number of views increase. Thank you for sharing and helping us do that. Reach more people. We want to encourage you to help us train more and more believers to share the good news of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Your gifts to the ministry help us do that, as well as produce these podcasts and other training videos. Will you consider a tax-deductible gift to every believer or witness? Thank you.